if you're buying your first time home, make sure your numbers make sense. Don't say like, I'm just going to keep waiting and waiting till I get the lowest price possible. It's not realistic and procrastination is the most damaging thing I've seen to anyone's financial picture. Not doing an investment, just sitting on the sideline on your hands. That's dangerous and that's not productive. So I would say if the numbers work for you and you can keep your debt to income right around 36%, you go a little bit above it, but not too much, it's a good time. Remember, real estate is asset that you want to be in for the long haul. It's not a quick get in, get out, make a quick buck. It's not how it's designed. If your numbers make sense, go ahead and get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Free Retiree Show, your go-to podcast for your finances and your career. I'm your host, Wealth Manager Lee Michael Murphy, and today I am rolling solo. I got rid of my co-host. I actually have a replacement. His name is Jackson, my dog. Much more obedient, much easier co-host than my regular co-host, Sergio and Matt. So we're going to be rolling solo today. Today's discussion topic, we're talking about the real estate market. So we've got a lot of questions rolling in over the last few months about what's going on in the real estate market. So I thought today, for today's financial episode, we're going to be talking, what can you expect in 2023 in this real estate market that we're in. As most of you know that are listening, you've seen a difference in the real estate market over the last six months. It was once the invincible asset class that was always so consistent. Nothing could ever go wrong. But as we told you before in our podcast, every asset class is not immune to downturns, periods of difficulty, and real estate falls in that category as well. A wonderful asset class as you guys know that our regular listeners were big fans of getting into real estate and putting that part of your investment portfolio, but it's an awkward time right now. A lot of people are scared because they're starting to see real estate prices go down. The cost of buying real estate has gone up due to interest rates. So it begs the question, what can we expect in 2023 and what should your strategy be? If we look at the numbers that came in October, pending home sales have reached record lows. Right now, we're currently, as it sits, 44 days on the market, which is the longest time since April 2020. Time of this recording, we just finished up MLK Day. We're just coming off a nice weekend. But real estate continues to be in a lull. Sales are continuing to go down. But this is just temporary, right? So a lot of the listeners have wondered, when is the right time? We noticed the slowdown. Is it soon, too soon to come in? And my answer to the listeners is, it all depends. It depends on what your goals are. If you're a first-time home buyer and you're looking to get your, your first-time home, make sure the numbers make sense, meaning that you're not stretching yourself in terms of your debt payment. Make sure you're staying close to that 36% debt-to-income uh, don't go beyond that. And keep in mind that real estate is a good long-term investment. So if you're in it for the long haul, it's going to make sense. Now, for people that are on the investment side that are looking at flipping, getting in with low money down, trying to maximize their ROI, you have to be careful in the scenario because prices are going down. So it's a different story. So from some recent data that has come out from Redfin, they've reported last month that there were price declines in 11 of the 50 most populous cities in the US. In the most recent report that just came out, they're now saying that declines 
are in 20 of the most populous cities. So this is a trend. We've seen this for many months in a row right now. It's starting to become a little alarming when you see all the consistency of the price declines. But let's take a look at the cities at the top of the list. The one that stands out the most is San Francisco. So we're looking at year-over-year price declines of around negative 10.6%. Seattle, negative 4%. San Jose, California, 4.9%. Austin, Texas, 4%. Oakland, California, negative 3.4%. Uh, we have Sacramento, Boston, and LA declining 3%, and San Diego declining 2.6%. So a lot of California cities are obviously going down in price. In my opinion, that's probably due to the run-up in their values during the last couple of years. So those markets were pretty frothy, a bit overvalued, so they're starting to feel a little bit more pain. More about going back to where they should be in their overall price. In terms of inventory year-over-year, uh, there's been an increase of 21%, but we still are in uh, relatively low inventory levels. If we look at spring of 22, which was when the housing market was absolutely crazy demand, people going over asking for their homes, the supply was at 1.7 months, which is a really good seller's market. Fast forward to today, we're right around 3.8 months of supply. So significantly different, we're getting into more of a buyer's market. For listeners that aren't familiar with the, the month supply, if you are at four to six months, that's pretty much a balanced real estate market. That means things are kind of average, kind of normal. Once we get to six months or more of supply, we're in a buyer's market. So things have changed for the listeners wondering what to do about this and if they should panic. The real estate market has shifted and it looks like it's going to continue in this downward trajectory for a little bit. So what can we expect for this coming year and should you buy? I think that the housing market is showing incredible resilience in terms of price. If you look at how much the demand has gone down, housing prices have also gone down, but not as much as I would have thought. I think they've done a great job of holding their price and showing that real estate is indeed a very resilient asset class. However, like I've said, I believe we're in the very beginning innings of what we're seeing. A lot of lenders and realtors that I've spoken to believe January 1, everything's going to change and things will be hunky-dory in the real estate market. The data says otherwise. I would push back on that narrative. In terms of how serious this is, another thing that I've seen from a lot of people or a lot of articles on the internet is they're saying that this is worse than 2008, that it could be potentially more catastrophic. And if we look at the data, there's nothing like what we saw in 2008. 2008 was the great financial crisis. It was caused from mortgage-backed securities, very lax lending standards, and it caused massive amounts of supply to hit the market because if everyone was getting foreclosed on, it was catastrophic. We don't see anything like that. But right now, what we're experiencing is rates going up, the Fed trying to get monetary policy tightened, and basically to get inflation under control to that 2% target. And they are making quite a bit of progress. It doesn't seem like it, but uh, the monetary policy has made a big impact in that fight. And I do think that inflation will get under control. 
maybe not by 2023 or the end of 2023, but it's going to get under control a lot faster than people are expecting. If history tells us how monetary policy impacts inflation, it decreases it gradually and then very suddenly the inflation drops. So I expect that to be the case this time around. Another thing to think about is in the spring, there is generally a wave of new listings. Will that happen this year? Time will tell. But history tells us that there generally is a wave. And right now, with a lack of demand and new supply potentially coming in form of the new listings and new homes being brought to market, logic tells me that we're going to see more declines in price into the spring. Now onto the last question, should you buy? Touched on this a little bit. If you're buying your first time home, make sure your numbers make sense. Don't say like, I'm just going to keep waiting and waiting until I get the lowest price possible. It's not realistic and procrastination is the most damaging thing I've seen to anyone's financial picture. Not doing an investment, just sitting on the sideline on your hands. That's dangerous and that's not productive. So I would say if the numbers work for you and you can keep your debt to income right around 36%, and go a little bit above it, but not too much, it's a good time. Remember, real estate is a asset that you want to be in for the long haul. It's not a quick get in, get out, make a quick buck. It's not how it's designed. It's not how it should be designed. So if your numbers make sense, go ahead and get into it. And also remember for the investors, real estate is one of those things that it has imperfect pricing. Where stocks have perfect pricing, which means you're not going to get a deal generally on what you buy. But real estate, you can find deals. People go through life events in terms of divorce, death, and they have to get rid of their properties. And with a lack of demand and people forced into situations where they need to get rid of properties, there will be opportunities. So keep your eye out for those. It depends. Yes, the real estate market could be going down, but if you find the right deal, that makes all the difference. Hopefully this has helped. Stay optimistic. Don't procrastinate. Keep looking at the real estate market if you're looking to get in your first time home. Keep looking at it if you're an investor and just see what's out there. But remember, even though this seems like the worst case scenario, wealth is made during these downturns. We're almost to that point where there's going to be some deals for people that are looking to get in to their first home or that are looking to buy investment property. So stay optimistic. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. You've been listening to The Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated. Member FINRA, www.finra.org. SIPC, www.sipc.org. Separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed for the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is a investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax investment or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. 
you should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party sourced information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook, Inc. The opinions of attorney Matt McGorry do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and Company.